Welcome back to another episode of the Callaway Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Callaway here. And I am enjoying a very, very delicious Granny Smith apple. But this won't be a long episode. This will, in fact, be a bonus episode. To quickly talk about two NBA stars in particular who have really really like they've brought questions of their character within the last year some within the last two years some in the last few months but we are about to get into that right after i finish this nice granny smith apple stay tuned all right man so let's get into it and let's talk about it i'm pretty sure after that intro you may have an idea of what two nba stars i'm talking about if you don't know, you're about to find out. James Harden of the Houston Rockets and Kyrie Irving of the Brooklyn Nets. Within the last few months, James Harden has has really shown his character and frustrations with his situation in Houston. And I understand that. I understand at some point, a superstar gets frustrated with their current situation or, you know, if they're not winning games and things of that nature. Look at LeBron. LeBron was winning games, but he wasn't winning championships when he was in Cleveland. But at the same time, LeBron didn't have the teammates that James Harden has been blessed with. Look at Allen Iverson. He wasn't blessed with the teammates that James Harden has been blessed with, but he continued to play. You know, he continued to, you know, thug it out and, you know, stick with those uh, teams. James Harden's situation, you got to look back. This is 2021. You got to look back at his time in Houston in 2015. They blessed him with a star center at that time, Dwight Howard. Still couldn't get the job done. That's fine. That may have been 2014, but within those two years, he had Dwight Howard. He asked for Chris Paul. You get a Chris Paul. Okay. Granted, you went to the Golden State Warriors, but it was definitely um, potential, a lot of potential that they had the best record in the West. And they looked like a real, real threat to defeating the Warriors. That's... uh, at the time, excuse me. Then whatever happened between him and Chris Paul happened. He wanted Russell Westbrook. You get Westbrook, trade Chris Paul off. Now you got Westbrook. And y'all get knocked out of the playoffs, you know, things happen. And now y'all come to find out that, you know, oh well, we you know we are our play styles really don't match and you know, we're not made to play alongside each other. So Houston does you another favor, and they trade um, Russ for John Wall, who's coming off an injury. He's been looking good in his workouts. And then we get into preseason in the season, and John Wall is looking like John Wall, if not better. If not better. So... Not only that, they get DeMarcus Cousins. You know, you get Christian Wood. You're you're still surrounded by good pieces. 
and it's just nine games in the season. I agree with what John Wall said. It's nine games in the season, and y'all really want to jump off the cliff. But you have been blessed with these situations, James. You have to understand. If you can't make it work, then you can't make it work. Clearly, he has come into this 2020-2021 season not really taking basketball serious. He looks overweight. Sometimes he, I mean, he 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 obviously looks very frustrated. I applaud him and commend him for showing up for games, unlike another superstar. But when you're not on the same page as your teammates, that vibe, that um, chemistry, and that chemistry and that vibe in the locker room is always going to be off, and you're going to lose games. You, I mean, you've already caused friction within your teammates, within that organization and things like that. So what does this say about James Harden's character over the last few years who has been blessed with very good teammates, still couldn't get the job done, now you're pissed off at the organization and things like that? Well, what does this say about James Harden's character come to find out now you know they have dismissed him from all team activities until they find something to do with James Harden it's it's, it's you're being a thorn in the side of your organization and your teammates you're you're causing you know you're constantly causing conflict and things like that and it's just not a good look for James Harden it's really not you don't like you didn't see this from guys who were in I mean far worse situations than what James Harden has been in. You didn't see them cry and complain and, you know, get dismissed from team uh all team activities. I mean, look at what Allen Opson went through with his years with Philly. Look at LeBron's years. I mean, LeBron found a way to do things, even though they couldn't get past Boston and Orlando, LeBron didn't cry. He didn't complain or anything like that until he finally was a free agent and made his decision to leave. You didn't see D-Wade cry and complain in 2008 and 2009 when, you know, he had an average team and was, you know, barely making it into the playoffs and things like that. Melo, you didn't see him complain. Kobe in 2006, you didn't see him complain. So why is it, you know, me personally, and this may come off wrong or this may come off harsh to some people, but I truly feel that some of the NBA stars today are divas. They're divas. And James Harden is that, you know, right now he's showing me that he's in that category. But We'll see what the future holds for James Harden. Stay tuned, and we're getting into Kyrie Irving's situation with the Brooklyn Nets. All right, let's get into the Kyrie Irving situation. And we're not going to start off of this season. I would like to start off with Kyrie's situation when he left Cleveland. You leave Cleveland, 
after the 2018 or was that 2017 finals loss to Golden State. He left Cleveland after, uh, what was it, six years there? Six years in Cleveland. Uh, you won a championship and uh, you decided, you know, that you want to do your own thing. So, me personally, I was a little shocked that he wants to leave Cleveland, but at the same time, it's like, okay. LeBron has groomed you up, and you have already had the talent and the skill set to be a leader of your own. Or so I thought. He got to Boston, and he's surrounded by some good young talent, you know, and a few vets. You know, you got your Al Horfords, and uh, you got your young Jason Tatum, you got young Jalen Brown, you got Marcus Smart. So, you know, and they looked very, very good that first year. But we start, you know, me personally, I start to see where, okay, Kyrie may not be the best leader, but it is understandable because this is your first time really put in that situation, you know. Uh, when he first got drafted by Cleveland, it was more of him, they see him as a ceiling piece, but not as a leader. You know, he was surrounded by vets and things like that. But now you're seen as a leading locker room guy in Boston, and you got guys like, Taylor and Brown and Ojale and Grant Williams, all these young guys who are who are looking to you as to be that leader for them. And as a you know, he, of course he got hurt that year, but second year come around and you know we start to see more of Kyrie's lack of leadership. I remember that report coming out about him calling Brown and and and. Apologizing to Braun, uh and telling him things like, man, it's hard to lead, you know. You're great at it and things like that, you know. And it's very hard to lead. You know, it's not easy to be a leader. But at some point, in my opinion, Kyrie doesn't even try. Like, since his time in Boston, he hasn't even tried to be a leader. More than anything, he has try to be, you know, controversial in a conflict, not only with teammates, but an organization. He fell out with Boston. He won, he won it out, and he went to Brooklyn. His first year in Brooklyn, you know, it was things of uh, injuries and things like that. But you want to come to Brooklyn, and you wanted KD to come with you. Now we fast forward to... Of course, there were reports and things like that about Kyrie his first year. But I would label Kyrie's first year in Brooklyn as injuries. You know, you can't beat that. But that is a reason why that Nets organization was hesitant in paying him that money that they did. I think it was like a four-year contract over uh, um, over $100 million. They were hesitant due to the fact of your health, and your character. <laughs> There's that word again, character. They were hesitant, but they gave you the contract anyway because they felt you and KD can definitely bring a championship to Brooklyn. Come on now, KD and Kyrie together. We know what Kyrie can do. We know what KD can do. That's great, you know. That's a great duo. But we get into this season. Oh, of course, you know, what what happened with him in the bubble. You know, he didn't want to uh, play in the bubble. I understand that, you know. I understand you want to be a leader and be a stand-up guy when it comes to um, 
the social injustices and things like that. I commend and applaud Kyrie Irving for the stand that, you know, his his views on that. But at some point, you have to find a balance. And at some point, you still have to do your job. You didn't do your job in the bubble because you didn't show up. Now, this season, you're burning saves before games. You boy, you know what I'm saying? You want to boycott the media. You don't want to talk to the media. You're doing all this stuff. It's just bringing... It's bringing negative attention to you when your job is to be a basketball player. That's your job. Your job is to be a ball player. And then the situation happens at the Capitol. Kyrie goes in my head. I said Kyrie's sitting down for personal reasons. Okay. I figured. I mean, I pretty much knew why he was sitting out. That's fine. But you got players around the league who know that their job is to be a basketball player. Hey, it's crazy stuff going on in the world. But let's show that we are standing together as a brotherhood and let's still play ball. Why? Because they get paid for that. Kyrie has missed like the last four games. Why? Video has come out um, with him at a party. Mad, you know what I'm saying, without a mask. Once again, unwanted negative attention. Why? And you still haven't given a value, like a a a, a clear cut reason on why you're not playing. Why is it that you're not playing, Kyrie? So now it's a slap in the face of the next organization who paid you that money that brought you here to be a leader and a winner. As a slap to the coach that you vouched for to get there, Steve Nash, and, and who brought these amazing coaches to coach alongside him, Mike D'Antoni, Amari Stoudemire, and all these guys, that's a slap in the face to them. And more importantly, it's a slap in the face to the guy that you wanted over in Brooklyn with you, Kevin Durant, because y'all supposed to be in this together. You're, he's Batman, you're supposed to be Robin. And at this point, you're working against him more than working with him. Diva. He's acting like a diva, much like James Harden is. Man, y'all job is to play basketball. Y'all job is to play basketball. I know people that I've watched personally. I know people personally that would do anything or, or, or would love to be in the position that Kyrie Irving and James Harden is in. Come on now, man. Y'all are basketball players. It's time to start acting like it. It's time to start taking responsibility, James Harden, for your team not winning championships when you've been put in good situations. Great situations. Some, it, it, some of these situations, we can classify them as great situations. But come on, man. You being a sore to your, to your teammates, who clearly they want you there. They have they haven't expressed any ill feelings on oh we don't want James Harden here. The organization wants you there. You say you love Houston and things of that nature. Then show it, man. Show it. 
You ask for Westbrook. You ask for Chris Paul. You ask for Dwight. Come on, man. Stop acting like a little girl. This is your job, man. Kyrie Irving. Come on, man. This is your job. Do you really want to play basketball? Is your heart with basketball? That's what Kyrie has to ask himself. Clearly, James Harden heart isn't with Houston for whatever reasons. So be it. But don't bring your teammates down because you feeling down, man. Should never even showed up at this point. Those two need to figure out what's next and what they're going to do, man. Kyrie needs to figure out if basketball is his main focus. If not, then do what you got to do, man. Do what you got to do. James Harden, sit down with your GM and your coaching staff and your teammates and be honest with them. Do that. But let's see how things play out in the future for these two superstars. Man, I thank y'all for tuning in with me for this bonus episode of the Callaway Sports Podcast.